This is Our People and Mother Earth on 91.9 FM KWSO. I'm Samaik and Allen. The Warmer Springs canoe family in Chiwanapum made their cultural journey from the Warmer Springs Reservation all the way to the Muckleshoot Reservation over the course of 22 days. On the first destination of their travels, Inchiwanapum was hosted by Salila Village, where they were brought into practicing for protocol and getting back onto the waters with their canoe after a four-year-long hiatus due to the pandemic. One of Salila Village's elders, Karen Jim Whitford, talked to KWSO about Salila Village's involvement with the canoe journeys in the past. I don't remember how many years back, but we had a canoe family that came from Puyallup, and I think her name was McLeod, I think. And Kenneth McLeod, they came here, and during that time when they first came here, my nephew, the late Bobby Begay and Daisy Begay, their brother and sisters, they were telling us about the canoe family. And at that time, there were elders here from the Rock Creek area and from here and along the river. And they had a discussion about the canoe family, and they were given their little insight and history of their knowledge of the canoes. And so on my part, I talked about that my mother had a great-great-uncle that was buried in a canoe, and he come from the family of my grandfather, Willie Waters, who was born in Wanapum. And so... The elder, they said he was a holy man, and he was buried in a canoe, and he's up there, a place called White Bluff, near Hanford. So everybody gave their little knowledge of the canoe family and the, the canoe things. So the elders decided we're going to invite them and we're going to pray for these canoes and pray for their journey. So the tribe at that time and the elders at that time, they actually allowed the canoes if they could fit through our doors and in the longhouse. So Isla YM in uh, Rock Creek, Muspan Longhouse, they opened the doors and each place the elders, they were medicine people. We danced and sang with the canoe people and we had prayers for their journey. Things that benefited me since the time we met different canoe families going through their protocol. One of the things I learned, especially me and my husband, our daughter, Wendy, was a teenager. My husband and I talked about how we were worried about her behavior. And so I met and talked with Jefferson Green and I said, I have a daughter that's a big handful and she was mischievous. It took her three journeys because the canoe journey is a teaching. And I said, I, I love what they do. They're, they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't do drugs, and everything's family-oriented, and they're against domestic violence. And I said, this is how I want my family to be, and that's what the canoe family is. They do things together as a family, and they and their journey they learn to respect themselves and they learn to love one another. Another Sulilo Village elder, Gina Mianis, also speaks to KWSO about how this journey can aid one's health and emotional connections with their children and family while on the canoe journey. Yeah, so some people that I know are going to find themselves again and, you know, just to better themselves, get away from their addiction and sleep, you know. I'm proud of them doing this. Find what they're looking for to better themselves for their, for their family, their children. 
I would truly encourage young people. I've witnessed what the natives from the coastal area do. And my aunt used to take me to Duncan, B.C. when I was a young person and not in school. And I was in the Shaker Church at that time. My aunt was a Shaker woman. But what I've seen was up there, oh, about 15, maybe less years ago, up in British Columbia in Duncan, B.C., they have... A smokehouse. I didn't understand. And this is how I believe the canoe people will do. That young people that wanted to straighten their mind out and have a clean mind. So the, in this smokehouse, there was boys and girls, just as the canoe family does. But they stayed there, stayed in there around the clock. And they couldn't leave until they had a song of their own. And... Um, they had to participate in any kind of ceremony, no matter what it was. And when they were there, they weren't allowed to socialize. They had to sit there and keep quiet and listen to all the uh, speaking that was done. They had to sit together and they had to do things together for every event that they went to. And uh, then they'd have to go back to the snow house after that day was over. And then they sang and they danced. It was the real McCoy. I, I couldn't get over it, how respectful they were to other people. And I think the canoe family, the elders and the, the ones that teach, should have, have these teaching how to a person to respect themselves, how to respect others, and how to love themselves and value things in life. And this is what I see in the canoe journey and the canoe families. It, uh, it's very heartwarming and it's priceless on what they do. See, uh, I'd like to give some encouraging words for the family is to always be together and respect the water and respect Mother Earth and res most of all, just respect yourself in life and to learn to always be truthful. If you're truthful and you respect yourself and you respect a man and a woman, to have more respect for one another and to always be truthful in life. And if you're truthful in life and when you speak, your words will be strong. And I really encourage that to just be truthful to yourself and learn to respect others and you will, you'll have a good life, you'll have a good marriage, you'll have a good relationship with your family. That's all it takes is respect and be truthful. And the worst thing that I have the hardest time with is to learn to always be humble every day. Humbleness is the hardest thing to achieve in your lifetime. So always be humble as best as you can. Ever since I've known the Canoe family from uh, Puyallup, and I met some up at, I think it was La Push, I have never met such beautiful people, and their dances are so similar to ours. I can relate the dances, the Canoe family, to our medicine dance, and I love the respect that the Canoe family give to elders and to their children. In their ceremonies, you'll see young ones out there dancing, and you'll see the elders will get up, and they honor the elders. 
everything is so respected for the elders. They serve them food, give them a place to lay down. And when they have ceremonies, the elders are recognized first. But also during their giveaways in the protocol, I've seen them give out hand drums, handmade items from each different canoe families. And I really wish that other tribes could go back. I said, that is true family. My father, when he was alive, he used to go to it, the different places where the canoes family would gather. And I'd ask my dad, why are we going? He said, just sit and you'll listen. So I never fully understood it until I started seeing these canoe journeys. Now I understand what my father was telling me. I said, they're beautiful people. That was Karen Jim Whitford, a canoe journey elder of Salilo Village, telling Kato Yaso about her experience with a protocol in her past and how it changed her. The experience of being in a gathering filled with over a hundred different indigenous cultures who come together to share their ceremonies and songs is unlike any other. The canoe journeys and their protocols are a sign that indigenous culture is still thriving to this day and that it will continue to do so for generations to come when the next canoe journey comes along next year and through the years that follow. I'm Samayakan Allen reporting for the Our People and Mother Earth program on 91.9 FM KWSO.